You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Thursday edition of Huddle Up, a football podcast. Welcome back, Corey. I'm back, baby. I didn't think Corey was going to make it today. We had made plans for another uh, another co-host, and that's going to happen in just an hour or two. But Corey's schedule opened back up, and here we are in studio for the best bets of the week. You ready? Let's just get right into I'm it. I'm ready. Super Bowl weekend. Let's go. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Best bets of the week. Special intro for a special day. Super Bowl edition of best bets of the week. Obviously, there's a game coming up that everybody's talking about, and so Corey and I thought we would talk about the betting portion of that. I don't know if I like, well. It'll be fine. So, yeah, and we, we'll go over this here in a second, but if you're betting on the game, my Super Bowl pick was the 49ers. I'm just going to stick with it. Uh, I think 49ers are plus a point and a half right now. Just roll with that, and that's going to be my bet of the week as far as game goes. This is exciting because my pick was, I know that I picked the Saints. I'm on the record. I picked the Saints. You, you picked the Chiefs, and then mid-podcast, you switched to the Saints. So I picked the Saints, and I lost. That's fine. I put my money on the Chiefs, though, and I did it a long time ago. I think the Chiefs are the winner. I always thought the Chiefs were the winner. I think I got wrapped up in the story of how great it would be for New Orleans to win the Super Bowl, and that swayed me a little bit. So shame on me. I picked the Chiefs. So I think the good thing here is we have the – I think the two best teams in the NFL are here. I mean – the Saints were one of the better teams, but they obviously got beat by the Niners. The Niners absolutely deserve to be here. It's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah, it's an exciting game. This is what's interesting about the game is, first of all, there's no bad guy. There's no villain here. Yep. Uh, the This is the first time in a long time there's no villain at all. It's just a couple of teams that have kind of popped up over the last couple of years and become so relevant that you have no choice but to pay attention to them. These are the type of games that give you if you're a fan of a franchise who hasn't been successful, this is the game that this gives you hope for the future. Like a, a Browns fan or a Arizona Cardinals fan, you know, somebody who hasn't been there in a long time, hasn't been successful. These two teams have popped up in the last couple of years and it gives you a reason to be excited. The 49ers went from four and 12 to nearly undefeated. That's awesome. I mean, and just from 2018 to 2019, you nailed it. This is the Super Bowl that gives that gives the lowly franchises hope. And and what's interesting is to see both teams do it a different way. On San Francisco's side, obviously the defense and the run game is is predominant. That's the way that this system thrives. Jimmy Garoppolo threw eight he had eight attempts last week in a playoff game. That, that's unheard of. I mean, we're talking about like 20 years ago stuff. You know, yeah. people were throwing more than eight passes 20 years ago. This is incredible. And on the other side, you've got Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Nico Hardman, Sammy Watkins. I mean, it's incredible. The the clash of the Titans, the the opposite ends of the spectrum in the greatest way possible. The line was what you said a point and a half? Yeah. I'm taking Kansas City. You picked San Francisco. Why do you pick San Francisco? I think I just think they're a more well constructed team. It's what I've said from the beginning. They're kind of like a college football team that are just coached well. They have the better players. They're good in every aspect. Obviously, we didn't, we've talked about this before. I say that a lot, but the defensive line of the 49ers is like the Monstars from Space Jam. 
They've got four number one picks up there. I think that's correct. Four top 10 picks. Five in the first round. Four of them were top 10. Four top 10. See, I was talking about first round. Four top 10 is incredible. Yeah, five of them are the first round selections. Four that's of insane. those are top 10. That's insane. It, it, that's how you build a team. I mean, that's what the Colts have been trying to do. It just hasn't fallen their way. But to get a solid defensive line like that, their offense clicks. They've got a lot of gadget run plays. The run game's insane. Garoppolo threw how many passes in the uh, NFC Championship? Eight. That's Eight insane. Tenths. That's insane. In in a league that's been dominated by the the Brady's, the Mannings, both Eli and Peyton, Drew Brees in the last 10, 15 years, 20 basically, to see that in a Super Bowl team is absolutely insane. The Titans were in the AFC Championship. They were the same kind of way. I mean, Tannehill played great, but it was all Derrick Henry. It was that run game that got them there. I don't disagree with that. The Chiefs, though, they did hold the Titans to 85 rushing yards. I think that's going to be one of the key keys to this game is keeping keeping San Francisco off the field. Yeah, so my concern is the Chiefs were the 26th worst rush defense in the regular season, and they were able to contain Derrick Henry, which... I guess if your game planning is a lot easier to do because Derrick Henry is such a focal point of their offense and it's just hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. There's no gadgets with it. He's just such a dominant player. But the problem with the 49ers is they have so many different ways of doing it. They have such fast. They have like three running backs that are extremely fast. They have two. They have Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Debo Samuel, just super quick guys coming around the edge from the wide receiver slots that they could hand the ball to. It's a totally different beast than Derrick Henry. If the Chiefs are going to win this football game, they have to contain the run. And it's just not as simple as Derrick Henry. They were able to do it, but I think with the 49ers, it, there's so much more complexity. They're, such, they're so well-coached and just all around. I don't think the Chiefs can do it this time. I really don't. The, what have the 49ers averaged per game this year in the playoffs? Two games? What's the uh, how many rush yards? I don't have the rush yards in front of me. Two hundred and thirty. I did have the rush yards in front of me. Two hundred and thirty-five rushing yards in two playoff games. So <laughs> one hundred and one hundred and eighteen. One hundred and sixteen and a half. One hundred seventeen and a half. No, two thirty-five is what they're averaging. Averaging two hundred and thirty-five. Yeah, rushing yards. So in the divisional round and the AFC Championship, they're averaging two hundred and thirty-five yards rushing. We know Moster had an insane NFC championship, but there's so much more to this run game. I think it'll be a shootout. I think the 49ers run game will be successful. I think Pat Mahomes is going to put up points. I think in the end that San Francisco D line is going to come up big Bosa, the three, four other guys. I think they're going to decide this game. My only problem with it is knowing that Patrick Mahomes is unshakable first of all there's no deficit too great to make him question himself he's a superstar that's the big issue i have patrick mahomes can put up 20 points in a quarter and he can put it up in half a quarter i mean we just watched it happen to houston he's only only team in playoff history to have a deficit of 20 or more points and to win by 20 or more points and that all started halfway through the second quarter i don't i don't see a way I accept the fact that the Chiefs take some time to get fired up. I don't see a way that they lose this game. I see them winning by more. 
It's your best bets of the week. You've got the record. <laughs> San Francisco plus hey, one and a half. It's the playoffs. I haven't been very good in the playoffs. Hey, the playoffs have been difficult, but the rest, but you're, but you're on top of it. You're on top of it. And, and sometimes you're wrong. I wish I had the record in front of me. And what am I? 10? No. I don't know. There's more than that. It's like 12, 18, and no, it's better than that. It's like it's a winning record. It's 16, what do you mean? 16, 12, and one is where I'm at through, through four or five weeks of the regular season. All right. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. San Francisco minus one and a half. One of the best bets of the week. Prop bets are interesting. And now we've got a whole list of them here. And some of these prop bets I have a real, real trouble with. I don't know if it's fun. When I see like the coin toss result, to me, that's not fun. I just really feel like I'm flushing money so down the, the toilet. So the fun in this is if you got a Super Bowl party together. You have like 10, 15, 20 people at your house. You give everybody a sheet. Everybody throws $5 in. And whoever has the most right wins. We did that last year. It's a lot of fun. It's just a bunch of stupid stuff to bet on. and It's pretty cool. Length of the national anthem. Let's get right into it. First bet on the prop bet list. Length of the national anthem in seconds. Over, under 124 and a half. So... Here, what, what we just did some research on this. Demi Lovato singing the national anthem. That's correct. And we found out that she performed in game four of the World Series, the national anthem. Was it this year? Uh, look and see when that was posted. She was 2015, a, October 31st, 2015. So it's been a few years. She was 120 seconds on the dot, which is probably where this over under came from. I, 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 she sang the national anthem a couple of times. Game four of the World Series, 120, I'm taking over. 124 and a half, I'm over. So with this evidence, this is the Super Bowl. I'm taking the under. So we're going to differentiate here a little bit. I think it's a big stage. She might freak out a little bit and rush it. <laughs> that's that's what, I'm, what I'm leaning on here. Coin toss result, heads or tails. This is the bet I'm talking about. I don't know how to make this bet fun. It's a 50-50. I always bet tails. I'm whenever, whenever there's a coin flipping, I'm betting tails. Heads up. I'll take heads. Game winner, Chiefs, Niners. I think I know how this is going to go. You know I want the Niners. I'll take the Chiefs. Perfect. Over, under. Here's where things become interesting. I think, I hope. 55 and a half is the over, under. I'm going over. I'm going over, too. San Francisco has averaged 30.2 points. I looked up stats today trying to bury San Francisco, and I couldn't do it. Both these teams are going to put up points. They. It's incredible. The chi- With the Chiefs... Porous run defense and how dominant the San Francisco 49ers have been. It's going it, both these teams are going to put up points. It's, it should be a hell of a game. The Niners have been the second highest scoring in the league with 30.2. Kansas City right behind them, the third third highest scoring team in the league at 29.8. So we're talking about 0.4 difference between the two of them. Combine it for 60. I'll take the over. I'll do over 55 and oh, a half. First offensive play of the play of the game is it going to be a run or a pass. So Here's, I think traditional football like mentality tells you it's going to be a run because I know with you and me we watched Peyton Manning for years. First play of the game was a stretch run, right? Okay, yeah. Handed off to Dominic Rhodes or Joseph Adai. It's going to be a pass in this game. Whoever has the ball first is it, they're not going to run the football. They're going to come out slinging it with a pass. That's how I feel about it. I took run, but if it's Kansas City, if Kansas City wins the toss. There's a real chance, I think, you know what? Gosh, that's brutal. I was about to use logic that tells me, okay, if the San Francisco 49ers win the toss, I think they pass the ball Yep. on a bomb. Because we've been talking for three weeks now. Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception, uh, multiple interceptions against the Vikings. And since then, he's thrown the ball. Let me take a look here. Last pass of the second quarter versus Minnesota was an interception. Since then... 
He threw six more times in that game and eight times in the game following. Total of 14 attempts. Yep. That can't be right. I think I think that's right. He hasn't thrown the ball hardly at all in the playoffs. Well, I, I wrote down 16. I may have missed something. No, I think that's completely right. They may come out and throw the ball immediately. They may just switch to a passing game here because we've been watching a run game all playoffs and maybe Kyle Shanahan's got something figured out. That's I'm exact, taking the run. That's exactly how I feel. I'm taking the run, though, because it is a big stage. It's a big game. Garoppolo hasn't been here before. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been here before. So let's just ease into this thing a little bit. I'll take the run. Will there be a score in the first six minutes and 59 seconds? I said yes, assuming that that Kansas City touches the ball in the first six minutes and 59 seconds. I said yes, because I think somebody's going to score early. It's going to be, I, I just think it's going to be a shootout. That's my whole logic to this. Somebody's going to score. First team to score. I picked the Chiefs. We are opposite on all of this stuff. I took the Niners. Did you really? Yeah, I don't know why. My thought process was if the Chiefs don't score immediately, the Niners... And they haven't done that in the past. In the past, it's taken the Chiefs some time to warm up. The Niners can control the clock. They control the, the game flow. They can they can keep the ball in their hands for a while. I I think this may be one of those things where the Niners rush to the 40-yard line and kick a field goal, and it takes eight minutes yeah. off the clock. Yeah. So this feels like the game where Mahomes is going to come out slinging score early and we're going to be like, all right, here we go. And then the 49ers take over after that. So that, I guess that's where I'm at. On and that's this. what it's going to be. That's what I fully expect is every time Patrick Mahomes gets the ball, it's fast move. Let's go. And every time Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the ball, it's like, wait a minute, let's slow this thing down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I'll take, uh, I'll take the Niners as the first scorer. I think they're going to control the ball long enough to get the first field goal. Um, jersey number of the first touchdown scorer. I didn't look up any of these players. I picked even. So I picked odd. Is Tyree Kill 11? Yeah. Ooh. And then uh, George Kittle's 85. I screwed up. Raheem Moster, I think this could be wrong. I think he's number 25. Well, that's on me. I picked even. <laughs> so I picked odd just because I honestly really, I didn't know what George Kittle's number was and it just came to me. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good about that. First accepted penalty will be against the Niners. Any reason why? Because that defense has been so touted. They're so hungry. They're so ready. They're so good. They're so talented that they're going to be on the absolute edge of their seat. And I can see somebody just reaching a little bit across the line. Okay. The next thing you know, you've got a silly five yards because one of the best defensive linemen in the league got a little bit too excited in his biggest moment. So I'll take the Niners. I, I can see that. I picked the Chiefs. Just because I think a young quarterback in the Super Bowl, I could see a false start early. That's I, w- I was thinking offensive penalties here. Yeah, I'll take a defensive penalty on the Niners first because of the chomping at the bit, knowing that you're superior, knowing you can get to Mahomes. You have to shake him early. You got to go now. Yeah, I'll take the Niners. That's a lot of see. This is a lot of fun. We I have, think it's we, fun. We have two yeah. totally different mentalities. This is awesome. A score in the final two minutes of the first half. This is where I was just talking about Patrick Mahomes coming from a 20-point deficit to winning by 20 points, I think that Patrick Mahomes will score in the in the final two minutes of the first half. It's one way or another, he's going to get him down there to score the ball before halftime. I said yes as well, just because I think both of these teams are capable of moving the ball. It could just be a field goal. Like, if it's 49ers, it could just be a field goal. Like, I, I, 
I don't really have a doubt that somebody's going to score before the half. I feel pretty confident about that. You, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Now, the question, though, is, and we've kind of revolved, we've kind of, like, danced around this question a little bit, is nobody still knows how this, how either of these teams are going to going to play this game. Kansas City versus Tennessee, I remember the second half. should have made more notes about this. The second half of that game was very strange to me because Kansas City Chiefs looked an awful lot like the San Francisco 49ers. The ball stayed on the ground, didn't go up in the air, run out the clock, win the game, let's move on. The, the next two bets are, are on passing yards. Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo passing yards. Patrick Mahomes gets a boost. He's got 50 more. 299 passing yards. I picked the over there. I think 300 yards is pretty reasonable. But it does feel high when I think about the way that the second half of the Titans game went. I feel like that did go pretty high. What do you think about uh, Patrick Mahomes' passing yards? So 200, I, 299 and I a half. took the over as well, and this is because I think for San Francisco wins. So if they get up early, I could just see him slinging the ball to play catch up. Um, even in a win for the Chiefs, I expect high yardage. So I think in either scenario, he goes over his passing yards. And then Jimmy Garoppolo passing yards. Did you go over there? It was 240. I went under. I went under too. Which part of me feels like this is going to be the game where he goes over. Yeah, it feels like a trap. It does feel like a trap. But I think he could still throw for 230 and throw a few touchdowns and be involved in the passing game. I don't think he needs 240 to be a passing quarterback. Seeing Patrick Mahomes come on later in the game, seeing the offense light up as the game goes on tells me that San Francisco's plan is going to work for a while. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be passing the ball early in the game. So I don't see the over happening. I think if Jimmy has to turn it up and if we put the game, if Patrick Mahomes puts up 14 to zero, 21 to zero, 17 to zero, something like that. At some point, the Niners will be forced to abandon the run. But when they do that, I think it's going to be too late for the bet. So that's funny because I mean, you said, that the 49ers might start out the game passing just to have a different mentality. I understand, but I, I, I would see that as a, a mental game, a play of, you know, Oh, Hey, Jimmy Garoppolo's here. He can throw the ball. You know, it is a reminder yeah. of, of what's possible. Cause Jimmy Garoppolo is when, when the Niners play, I mean, when Jimmy Garoppolo plays the Niners win and he's a fantastic passer rating in the playoffs, there are all a bunch of good things to say about Jimmy Garoppolo. The only knock is he hasn't been throwing the ball. I mean, that's it. Yeah. The last time he threw the ball a bunch, he threw two interceptions. He threw a bunch of interceptions in a preseason game, five in a row. It was a, a practice. And then off on the side of practice, he's talking about how funny it is that he threw. I mean, that's like, he's got an interception problem here. Shanahan, that's where Shanahan is wise, is to, to control that a little bit. He's a very good decision-making quarterback. If they draw up the play right, he knows where to go. He's, it's He's kind of like a Tom Brady. He's going to do everything but turn the ball over. The next one's interesting to me because I mentioned the Titans game where, I'm sorry, the Texans games where, where Patrick Mahomes trailed by 20 and then led by 20, and that's because multiple plays in a row, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Will a team score three or more consecutive times, not including point after attempts, so you can't count this touchdown in the point after attempt? I said no. I said, I'll say. I just think it's going to be a good it's going to be a competitive game. Yeah. I don't think that'll happen. I said no to, uh, although I do see a scenario where two field goals and a touchdown happens. I think that's real. That's the danger. Yeah. That's yeah. the danger. That's what's going to get you. I think both teams are going to move the ball. 
but three in a row does seem like a lot. Two in a row, really, I would say yeah. yes. Three yeah. in a row, I'll say no. Yeah, I'm good with that. Total receiving yards for the tight ends. That's interesting. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Travis Kelsey set at 40, I'm sorry, at 74 and a half. I took under. I did as well. I think that Travis Kelsey is going to be utilized. It, well, I guess it'll be one of two ways. It'll be 50 yards on like 10 receptions, or it'll be 134 yards on 10 receptions. I guess yeah. I don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't, I doubt San Francisco lets that happen. I just feel like if he, if he's effective, I think it's going to be in the red zone. If they're driving the ball, I feel like it's going to be, I don't know. I just, I think San Francisco will stop that from happening. I, I have enough confidence in that defense. I think that San Francisco should be so worried about the deep threat that that's my, that's where I struggle is they may be so concerned about Michael Hardman and Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins that they just let Travis Kelsey pick up seven, eight yards at a time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that That's the counter to the decision that I just made because I said under. I just see, you know, it's, it's, a, it's I a gamble. I guess my thought is that with that defensive line, the deep threat may not be an option, and they may feel like they can stop. If they double-team uh, Kelsey and the pass rush can, can get to Mahomes fast enough, they stop Kelsey and they can stop the deep threat with the pass rush. Kelsey is at 74 and a half. George Kittle is 67 and a half. I took the under on Kelsey, but I'm taking the over on Kittle. Okay. I took the under. You took the under? Yeah. Did you take the under on Kelsey? Yeah. Okay. So you're under on both. Yeah. I took the over on Kittle. I think Kittle is elite next level. He's the next, he is the second coming of Rob Gronkowski. I mean, he, I really believe that Kittle is an athletic freak and is the best player on the field. Well, for San Francisco. Um, I expect him featured, heavily featured. Debo Samuel's good. I don't mean disrespect to Debo Samuel. I don't mean disrespect to Emmanuel Sanders, my comeback player of the year. And Kittle's the best player on the field. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a whole lot of logic to this. I just, these are the two best, arguably the two best receivers. And I could just see Kittle disappearing. He did it early in the season. I don't know. I could just see it happening. It's just longest, a gut feeling. Longest field goal kick. I was surprised that it was 43 and a half. I took the over. I took the over also. Yeah. It's a 43 and a half doesn't seem like enough. No, no. No. It's a Super Bowl. Could, that could be that halftime score is like a 45 yarder. Which of them will have the longest? That's a bet. Longest successful field goal. I took the Chiefs. I did too. Well, good. We got there. We're good. I, imagine. I, they got the better kicker. Harrison Butker's a stud. Yeah. Harrison Butker is a stud. I don't. That's another one of those bets, though, man, where I'm right on the edge about it because I'm. I really believe that the Niners are going to have more field goals than the Chiefs will. And I believe that the Niners field goals, the average distance is probably going to be a little bit deeper. It's a run first team. Maybe if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Right. So uh, I took the over. I took the over. Who's the first? I, the longest, I'm sorry. I took the Chiefs. I, I now I kind of regret that. I should have picked the Niners. So hold on. We're still talking about longest kick. I talked about how the Chiefs have more of a tendency to bog down. I forget who the other team was. But anyway, I feel like their offense can bog down a little bit. And with the 49ers defense with that pass rush, and I'm going to continue to bring it up because that's the dominant. That's what makes that defense what it is. Along with Richard Sherman on the corner, Pat Mahomes might throw a couple good passes like early in the drive, but... I feel like that defense is strong enough to where that a couple of drives are going to bog down. They might have to kick a long field goal. Yeah, I guess that was my logic when I made the pick. Longest field goal, 
I've got the Chiefs. Longest length of touchdown. Who you got? Oh my God. Longest length of touchdown. Sorry. Longest touchdown. I was skipping the longest touchdown. I was going to go back to it. Oh, Wait, well. Length of the long. No, no, I'm sorry. Length of the, <laughs> length of the longest touchdown. I was going to say, Corey, that I thought the Chiefs would have the longest touchdown first because I didn't like the way they ordered them on the sheet because I thought it flowed better to say the Chiefs would have the longest touchdown after I said the Chiefs would have the longest touchdown. That makes field sense. Goal. Yeah, I just yeah. thought the flow would be better. And then you got to go fuck it all up because <laughs> the sheet says something different than the direction that I'm headed in. And now I'm all derailed, Corey. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to throw the longest touchdown. I think it's going to be to Michael Hardman or Tyreek Hill. They're going to get behind Richard Sherman, and it might happen twice. They might have the two longest touchdowns. And before you go giving me what you think about that, I'm going to go ahead and answer your question too. I think the longest touchdown is going to be over 44 and a half yards. So I think the Chiefs will have the longest touchdown as well. I don't think it'll be over 44 and a half yards. I just think somebody's going to break free, man. If if they if they do that, it'll be late in the game when they're trying to catch up. It'll just happen. But um, I think that with the pass rush defense, uh, they're going to really prevent those long balls. Richard Sermon's really solid. Uh, they're going to stop the deep ball. Total number of QB sacks. Well, and that's the next question. When you are talking about these deep balls, and you've got a quarterback back in the in the pocket, is the word for that. He's got way more likely, he's way more likely to be sacked. We're talking about this being a shootout. And one of the big things that I've seen on on all a talk radio across across all spectrums was how the 49ers defensive line needs to get to Patrick Mahomes and how Patrick Mahomes is elusive and slippery and, and able to extend plays without getting hit and, and run up for 20 yards. He's so aware. I took the over here because I think this is the best defense in the league with the Niners with one goal in mind to, to, to get to Patrick Mahomes. That's what it's going to be guys. And Jimmy Garoppolo is not a rookie. He's not new. He's not inexperienced, but he's not hardened yet. I think the chiefs are going to get to Garoppolo too. I took the over here. No, I didn't. I took the under, I took under four and a half, but I just made a case for over. So over it is. (laughs) I took the under, I don't, with it being the shootout, like I think it'll be, I think it, the majority of the sacks are going to come from the 49ers. I think some of those guys on that defensive line are faster than Mahomes. Like a Bosa, that dude's a freak. I think Mahomes has like above average speed, not elite speed. And I think Bosa's probably got elite speed for a D lineman. But in this game, I don't see a lot of sacks happening. I guess it's just the way I see every Super Bowl. I don't see the quarterbacks having trouble getting the ball out. I think it'll, if they, if, if an offense struggles are going to be incomplete passes, it's not going to be a bunch of sacks. Well, I guess it's that it's just my law. I don't know. It's just the way I feel. Well, what do you think about the turnovers then? No sacks. So are these incomplete passes tipped for turnovers? The turnover line is two and a half. I said under, I said under as well. So you think that they're just going to throw the ball away? Yeah. Basically, basically I think Mahomes will get out of the pocket and he'll be like, Oh shit. Bosa's fast and he's just going to dump the ball off into the sideline. And number 73, who's gotten three minutes all season, is going to catch the ball. Each coach has two challenges. Is that right? Yes, unless they get both right. And then they have a third. And then if they get that one right, a fourth. Holy Moses. You want to keep going? 
Does it keep going on forever? I don't know. I can't confirm that. I think it does. Does it go to four? I think as long as you keep getting it right, I think you get to keep going. We're going to look that up. <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> dude, I played a lot, a lot of Madden in my day. <laughs> a lot of Madden. And I'm pretty sure as long as you get them right, you can just keep going. Okay. Well, I said it's under two and under. I said it over one and a half. Guys, I'm sorry. It's a big sheet. There's a lot of stats on it. I keep getting confused. On the total number of challenges initiated by coaches, I chose over one and a half, knowing each of them has at least two. It's the biggest game of the year. We've had major issues with pass interference and non-calls and what can be called that wasn't called before. This is the game, guys. You can't go home with them. So, so I think they're going to use them. I think each coach uses one. So I would do over 0.5 for both or over one and a half for the game. I took the under because I think the officials, because the officials are game planning for this game, just like the teams are. They're sitting in the room. They're like, hey, if there's a close play on the goal line, they're going to call it a touchdown so they can take it to booth review. You're going to see a lot of booth reviews in this game or at least more than coaches challenges. That's a good point. I understand what you're saying, but I think in the Super Bowl, the the refs are going to get these pass interference calls right. I think they're going to be their heads are going to be in the game. I don't. They're not going to let a controversy happen. I can tell you that they're not going to let a controversy happen. And I, I I just don't think a coach will have the balls to pull the trigger on a challenge for pass interference because it. I mean, in, in a lot of cases, or in some cases, they've got it right, but a lot of, most of the time, it doesn't, they don't turn it over. So I took the over, you took the under. We should add up how many times we're opposite here. This is interesting. Will there be an extra missed point? Um, I'm sorry, will there be a missed extra point? One or two, it says. So any kick, or I mean, I'm sorry, a kick or a, oh, oh, okay. Whoa. Uh, it took me a second to figure Whoa. that out. Will there be an ex, a missed extra point? So th- that counts the the point after attempt or... The two-point conversion. A failed point-after attempt. Well, I didn't see the two-point originally. Yeah, I skipped right over it. I said yes. I still say yes. I said no. Well, I don't, I don't, I, they both have good kickers. 49ers have Robbie Gold. Is that right? Robbie Gold? Uh, yeah, from the Bears to the Niners. I don't think either of these kickers will miss an extra point. I think somebody's going for two and they miss it. You're wrong. I well now I see that. Well, now that I see it, I know I'm right. In in my shootout scenario, I don't see see I've got this this whole game calculated in my mind. I bet you do. I don't <laughs> I don't have a two point conversion as a scenario in this football game. So I'm just gonna hold hold uh hold serve here. Is that the right correct term? I, I don't know about tennis. It sounds like tennis. I'm gonna stick with my no. After seeing that the two points in there, I'm going to say, still say no. Well, that's good because you marked it in pen and I wouldn't let you change it anyway. All right. Hey, hold on. Before we finish the sheet, what's the, what happens to the loser? Can we talk about this for a second? I suggested the loser takes a 5.56 five, NATO to the foot from an AR-15. Tony wasn't too excited about that. I'm so, not excited about that at all. You're talking you, about <laughs> shooting a person in the foot. Do you have any suggestions? How about a pie? No, because here's the thing. Pies, when they get warm, they start to curdle. Well, we'll get a cold pie. I don't want a pie in my face. Well, that's <laughs> different than what you just said. All right. Loser so, takes a pie to the face. I'd rather have a NATO in the, in the foot than a pie in the face. You're no. not getting a NATO in the foot, bud. I'm not shooting you in the foot. I'm not doing that. All right. <laughs> well, you, I'd be shooting you in the foot. So, all right. So, those two. Can we come up with a third option? Do it quick. We're at 30 minutes. 
That's fine. That's fine. Who cares how long it is, Tony? Just all right, all right, all right, all right. We need a third option. Loser has to hammer sh- five shots of fireball right in a row, and then do the podcast. That's how we open the next podcast. Five shots is a lot, bud. Bang them right in a row. No way. Pies are messy, man. <laughs> five shots can be messy, dude. Depending on five shots can be real messy, bud. <laughs> There's a microphone involved. All right. Well, we're we're gonna continue the sheet, and then at the end, I think we'll we'll have a decision. Here's another one of those bets that's interesting to me because there's so much randomness in it that I can't possibly like you. There's no way to figure this out. Will the Gatorade be white or clear or will it be any other color? I think it's going to be any other color. I think it's going to be yellow, but that's not an option. If it made me pick yellow, I would pick yellow, but it says any other color. So that gives me red and blue and yellow and green. Is there green Gatorade? I really would have liked to see the history on this. Yeah, we should have looked that up. That would have been a good one to look up. What do you think they pack? In the, you, you said earlier they're both red teams, and you think they're going to have a colored Gatorade because their team colors are red. I don't. I I just don't. I think white Gatorade's boring. That's the reason that I did well, that. Well, and it, let's be honest. If it's white Gatorade, it's water. What do they like to drink? That's the question. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the question. Like, I feel like you could easily answer this question if you just knew something about this, which I feel like we could have. We should have. We could have made ourselves experts on this question if we would have just researched it. I don't have time to be an expert on Gatorade. So we both took any other color because the in the color spectrum, I mean, come on, your odds are much better. <laughs> there's so many. White's not even a color. There are colors that we haven't even named that are in that spectrum. So, And you know what? I'm going to avoid this question completely because they tricked us. If it's white, white is not a color. So it's a, it's a push bet. You hit your head on the microphone. You don't like that? (laughs) I don't. I don't. White is not a color. White is the absence of all colors. In the vending machine at work, every now and then they have a Gatorade in there that's white. I mean, it kind of looks like other fluids that exist in the world. (laughs) But it's absolutely delicious. All right. I'm picking any other color. (laughs) White is a color that exists in Gatorade. I'm picking any other color. Position of the Super Bowl MVP. This is it. I mean, this is the last question on the sheet. I, I, my first mark was any other position. Same, same thought process. I think there's a, le- a legitimate case that Patrick Mahomes can be the Super Bowl MVP even if he loses the game. I think there's a real shot that if Patrick Mahomes does what Patrick Mahomes does and the lead is too great or the defense is just too good and the hole was too deep, I think if Patrick Mahomes throws up 250 yards in the second half, he's getting considered for MVP of the Super Bowl. I took the quarterback because it always is. It's not always. Pretty much always is. Although it kind of counteracts my 49ers argument because I could see them winning without Garoppolo, but yeah, I still. So who do who? Okay. I like it though. Who do you take if the 49ers win and there's not some massive Patrick Mahomes explosion? Who's the MVP? Bosa. Okay. I like that. Bosa. I like that. But. I also think Garoppolo has the potential to have an MVP caliber game to where he shows up out of nowhere and still gets it. And then the Patriots will be like, oh, shit. He does. I guess he has it. But I like Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa makes sense. If Patrick Mahomes loses this game, it's because Nick Bosa wrecked him. Corey caught me for trying to get through the podcast without naming the punishment. (laughs) It's not going to be five shots. I'll do three, not five.
I think it should be five. Three, no, five, is, is, a five is a lot, buddy. Five shots in a row is a lot. I'll do three. Do you not do that? Or a pie I, in the face. And it's I paper, scissors, rock. Day, no, no, no. Stop that. <laughs> I'll, I, so we're on. lowering it to three. And that all their option is a pie in the face. And it's paper, scissors, rock right now. Two out of three. We're going to paper, scissors, rock. Or a pie in the face. That's if you win. Or four shots if I win. Three shots. Four shots. No, four is too much. Are you going to ruin this whole podcast? Three is not risky enough. What are you talking about? Three shots in like 30 seconds Three is shots a lot. of fireball wouldn't hurt a mouse. Four. Four. Are you trying to hurt somebody? <laughs> no. Three shots or a pie in the face. Paper, scissors, rock. All right, fine. Ready? How many, how, whoa, whoa, okay, best, whoa, whoa. best out of three? Yeah, best out of three and paper, scissors, rock, shoot. All right. Ready? All right, hold on. Tony won the first one <laughs> after two turns. Okay, here we go. Got it, motherfucker. Uh, all right, loser gets a <laughs> loser. Loser gets a pot of the face. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.